The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Power of Water. What could we do without it? But I think what's going to happen here with the global movement that we have with the Power of Water radio talk show and all of the individuals throughout the world that have been giving their lives from all kinds of walks of life, professionally and on the streets of the world, we're going to all join together and we're going to make the priority to all of our leaders of the world, number one, fresh water, and make it available for everyone for eternity and have a better understanding. Before I go into my commentary today, I want you to know our very special guest is Dr. Effie Chow, Ph.D. She's the owner of the East-West Academy of Healing Arts, and we're going to be discussing today something very important to what I just said about the planet, the beautiful planet we live on called Earth. We're going to discuss the life force of water relating to the law of the elements, nature's planet. But before we have Dr. Chow on, I want to get into the, what I've been doing every week for quite a while now to remind you, and I'm going to be your reminder. And you know, a lot of times we get out of bed in the morning and we begin our lives and we get into these habits and ruts of life and forget about certain things unless somebody stops and say to remind us of something. I don't care who you are. You could be a Nobel Prize recipient. You could be an award winner of all kinds of, of awards throughout the world. You could be a medical professional who's every day to working with patients and people, individuals with health, individual uh, with a home, uh, running as a household engineer, a woman, a man who's uh, busy doing what they do with their home, their children, their lives. You could have an illness that has distracted you. I've had many people call me and say, Sharon, I haven't felt good and I want somebody, I want somebody wanted me to call and have you discuss with me water. The body is water. Now the earth started with water. Now let's stop to think and be very sensible with called, called common sense. Around the globe earth, there was water in the air that invisible water around the planet called atmosphere, water vapor. That was there before the water came to the surface of our planet for billions of years. All of a sudden, a recycling something happened out in the universe of the solar system, and the rain started at a spot. In that spot, the rain came down, 
and it began to grow a species called soil. Then, all of a sudden, it absorbed into the soil, through the soil, into what we call aquifers, but we'll call them these caves within the center of our planet that are mysteriously there. For whatever reason, we've never really studied what did that, but we knew that water is the element, the power of all. And when it filled up in those aquifers, it came to the surface because it was filled up and we began to have on the surface of the earth noticeably fresh water as a lake. Let's just start out with a pond. A pond, a lake, a stream, a river, and going to the lowest point called later an ocean of seawater, salt water. All of a sudden, the recycling of life began. Recycling. Because of the influence of fresh water, the soil, and the atmosphere's water vapor began to attract each other because of temperatures. The temperature could be cool. The temperature could be hot. The temperature could be warm. It could be cold, whatever. They began to attract. Then in time came other species of all kinds of life. Then came humans. Are we so smart that we didn't realize how smart Earth was and what a behavior of that nature is? Are we so smart? No, we're not. Can you learn enough? It's impossible. Because Earth is offering us an endless eternity to keep learning. But your life from the moment you were born in that delivery room when that mother gave birth to a baby, the baby lived in a pocket of water for a reason. Nature made that possible. And in that pocket of water, the baby began to build, grow and, and develop organs. And they attracted to each other to be connected organs, that each organ had a purpose, like Earth has a purpose. The recycling of that water in each of those organs to be reproductive of those organs, to recycle themselves for when? Ah, when you arrived in the water vapor of the atmosphere, that once you were born, you entered in that delivery room to live in the atmosphere of, of water vapor, but your life began a moment of beginning to evaporate through the skin, through the organs, a recycling that began to live and attract and be vulnerable to keeping you alive called the atmosphere. The atmosphere's water vapor is your greatest influence to keep you alive. You're swimming in it every moment. You had, at that moment, a decision was made. You didn't make it. Nature made it. You began to evaporate because you weren't in the pocket of water any longer. You were in swimming in the atmospheric water. You began to evaporate. Body water loss called dehydration. Sadly, that word was left behind, but we're bringing it to focus again. Because if I have my way, everybody all over the world in research 
in medical practice and in daily living for the Health Olympics to be healthy is going to know you are evaporating water every day called dehydration. Those cells are molecules of water by the trillions. Now, immediately, this is a decision by nature. There are no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike, DNA, we're studying genome. We're different. We don't all look exactly the same. And the same mother could give birth to endless babies and they don't look exactly alike, exactly. There's a change. There's a difference. But there is a difference in no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints, and more. Now, this is what you need to remind it of. I won't go through the whole thing because I can hardly wait to get Dr. Chow on, but she'll give you a lot of information that's going to be very important to how to live on this planet and how to think. But remember, your eyes at the surface are 99% water. The evaporation at the moment of birth began to your going blind or dying before that. So life to death is dehydration, body water loss. If the eyes are 99% water at the surface and in the mother's womb, the, the brain and the eyes connect at the same second, at the same moment. And the brain is 80 to 85% water. What is nature's recycling to do? What is it doing? It's because the eyes are open to the world, and when the eyelid is open, you're living with the atmosphere to, to recycle that water to the surface of the eye, but if it doesn't get enough and you become drier and drier because of what you're eating, your stress, lack of sleep, lack number one, not drinking enough water, the brain has to kick in. And that 80 to 85% water is kicking in to assist you, but it will go under an enormous amount of stress if you're not eating, drinking enough water, eating the right foods, and so on. The lungs that are powerful to all of the vascular system and everything, the lung, why is it that people pass away because of pneumonia and they didn't even go to the hospital with pneumonia? The lungs are 75 to 80. Your heart is 75 to 80. Your teeth are 8 to 10% water. Your bones are 20, 25% water. Blood, 50%. We could go on. Skin, 70 to 75% water. Needing that moisture level to, to battle those diseases, relax the toxin and more. So don't forget your water. Look up this week, Recycling. Learn how, look up the subject of recycling, and we're still getting ready to put on our website for you to look up your reference material like a library index to go in and study on your own. Learn recycling water. It's vital. Learn about what is happening with the water crisis. Type in that. Type in World Bank and type in water crisis. Type in water crisis, water advocate. I'll pop up. Type in Sharon and water crisis. Type in Sharon and power of water. Type in Sharon and water advocate. I missed different directions to go. You will find that our, our point of focus with this show and with our research center, Biologic Aqua, is to get you involved and get you thinking about the Health Olympics, that if you're not drinking enough water, just 
wait for the moment when you don't aren't as healthy that second and look at what's going to happen. You're going to have an impact of surprise because you are not drinking enough water. You must drink eight to ten glasses of water a day. I want to get to Dr. Chow. She's been wonderful to fit us in her time today, and I'm anxious to get her teaching us about the five elements. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears I Mist. We're going into China here soon. We're going to be available all over China with an eye mist to be able to supplement the eyes with a tissue culture grade of water, not just plain water, not just water, but a tissue culture specialized pharmaceutical water that we've specialized in here for years to be able to absorb. It doesn't burn, it doesn't blur, and it absorbs to supplement your eyes that are needing that balance of 99% water. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, and we'll be back with Dr. Chow. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Chow, are you with us? Yes, I am. Hello, and Thank Sharon. you for taking your time. And I'm always sorry my commentary takes a little longer, but. I don't oh, write notes important. down. I know what I want to say, and I have notes in front of me about the re, uh, the references to new uh, research into recycling water and all that. But so I apologize. But thank you for joining us today. But before we begin, tell our audience to remind them of what you do and how why you decided to be that where you're at today. Well. It's a long story, but to make it short. <laughs> well, I want to impress them about your dedication well, and your um, spirit I'm of Dr. your mission. I'm Dr. Effie Chow, and I have the East-West Academy of Healing Arts, which integrates Western thinking, philosophy, medicine, and with Eastern Dr. Chow, excuse me for interrupting, but I can't hear you very well, so I'm wondering if the audience can, too. Oh, dear. Um, is yeah, it better? Right there. It's a little better there. You're cl- uh, yeah, you're, it's a little better right there. 
All right. I'll try to speak uh, a little bit louder. Well, I practice Chinese medicine, and as well, I'm a nurse. So um, professionally, I try to integrate Eastern and Western thought and practice of health and medicine and life. So it is very exciting because uh, in Chinese medicine, we're talking about the natural approach, and in Western medicine, we're talking about the medical and surgical approach. And uh, so integrating them creates a holistic system or what we call integrative medicine. And we have found that we have success where all else have failed in working with people, body, mind, and spirit. And, of course, we're concerned with the environmental impact, too, as well. So, and being on your show about water, it is one of the most important elements, as I was saying, we're going to be talking about the law of the five elements, as in Chinese uh, Taoist philosophy, and then the practice of uh, Chinese medicine. And water is one of the most important elements of life. There are five elements, and this governs our whole life pattern. And it's very exciting because when you're aware of this, you become more conscious and more sensitive to the little things that happen in our life. Little but big is water. And as part of the five elements, water is a huge element. And as I mentioned the elements, um, you might see that water is probably one of the most powerful uh, and each of the elements relates to the different organ system and one-fifth of our body and one-fifth of our environment of the universe. And so, um, so I got here because I was brought up with these, with these concepts. And then being a nurse and being brought up with Western medicine, I discovered that in Western medicine, it needed this other dimension that we talk about as part of the five elements and as part of a natural way of looking at life. So, so I integrated it, and in the past 40 years, I have uh, managed to integrate this and have done some very exciting things, not just for treating uh, illness, but for promoting health. And that's where it has to be, so that you promote health and prevent the major diseases, at least minimize the major diseases, and also have a longer life and not die earlier than we need to, as we are indeed today, because of our pollution, because of our, our water crisis. And we do have a great water crisis right now, as we also do in air crisis because of the pollution. And so, so uh, Sharon, I'm very happy to be here on with you to further emphasize that important aspect about how important water is in our life. And that we no, can have to had water. On news this morning. I, I listen to the news as I get ready to come to work. I'm, Pope Francis was in the Philippines and 
this little girl, he stopped to say something to the little girl, and the little girl said something. Why is it that God doesn't take care of children? And something happens to all these children all over the world. And, and he became very emotional over that. And Effie, uh, you know, at the end of every show, I always say, Earth is whispering. Don't say goodbye. Because the reason I say if somebody says goodbye, they're going to tr- they think they're taking it all with them. We need to leave something behind for all the yes. children for generations to come to know we yes. cared. I say that at the end of every show. And, yes. and uh, the, that's where this is coming from with the Power of Water show. That's what you're doing. That's what many dedicated people by the millions are doing worldwide that we want our children of the world to know we care. And the water must be the priority of all, but the education about the water and why the water and what ha- where, where we're at with the water. It, it was left behind, Dr. Chow. Our forefathers yeah. found it a priority, but since the 1900s and now 2000, they say they're working on the issues and, and the life and death threats of it. But it's it's in a worse crisis than it could have ever been. And uh-huh. education is so poor that people are walking around really not realizing the five elements that you're going to be teaching us today of the proactiveness of what you just said, the word proactive, learning how to take better care of yourself so that your healthy environment of your body, your life, your outlook and all are, are, are also affecting somebody else. So if you're not taking care of yourself, it affects other people's lives around you with unhealthy living. Um, tell us about those five elements, Dr. Chow, that you wanted to talk about today. Uh, happily. And it's a very important an exciting and fun theory, which everybody can utilize every day and increase your sensitivity to what's happening around you and to yourself. And as I said, that water is one of the, uh, the big important elements. And so starting, um, starting with the, um, just naming the elements so that you can get a basis of it. And I do have a chart which I have made up and could be available. Now, um, fire is one element, and it represents the heart and the small intestine, and then the um, the front, the conception vessel, and the back is the uh, is the governing vessel, or um, uh, the triple warmer and the uh, uh, sandal. So the next element is the earth, and that represents the spleen and the pancreas and the stomach. And the next element is metal. <clears throat> As I name these elements, think what water can do to them. The metal represents the lung and the large intestine. And then water represents the kidney and bladder. 
And then what represents the liver and gallbladder? And there are what we call its correspondencies or related parts of our body so that, um, so that it's all connected together. So we have the mother and son relationship of these elements and the organs. So they're interdependent upon each other. And let me talk about the water element. Well, let me talk about um, the one before water, which is the metal. And as you can all see, that water can influence metal. It can be destructive to metal. It can also be destructive to fire, put fire. And with earth, it can create uh, havoc with earth if there's too much water or not enough water. And then it can create destruction for wood, which is represented, let's say, by a tree. So if there's no water, there is no growth. And similarly with the metal, as I said, which is the mother of water. Uh, that's talking about the mother-son uh, relationship. That in the, in the lung and large intestine, uh, there are also emotions related to each of these organs and elements. So, for example, the lung, the emotion is grief. And now, whatever happens with the lung affects then the kidney or the water element. So when there's grease skin, it affects the skin and the hair. Think about it. Everybody who's listening, think about your daily, you know, uh, well-being. Sometimes your hair is drier than it is or oilier than it is or your skin is oilier or your blemishes, etc. We can say that that is the energy of the of the um, metal and of the lung and the large intestine, grief. And that with grief, then, many things can happen. It will affect your respiratory system, and it can affect you having pneumonia. And if you are emotionally upset, grieving over something, then you can exhibit lung and large intestine symptoms like irritable bowel symptom and, um, and abdominal pain, unknown abdominal pain, and, and therefore it can affect the next element, which is the water element. And I want to mention a specific case that we're dealing with the lung and, and uh, the emotion. We all remember Christopher Reeve, who uh, was Superman, and he was paralyzed with an injury to his neck from the horse riding and falling. And he, he was very close to his wife. His wife did everything for him, and even as he was paralyzed, he was uh, still correcting movies, and, and they were very, very close. Now, when he, I talked to him, he called me to get help with Chinese medicine and Qigong. 
which I specialize in. And unfortunately, he was just started on medication research, research on a particular medication, and he had been utilizing Western medicine all the time. And this was his sixth year, which he thought that he would live till six years. And it was his sixth year. But unfortunately, we couldn't start work with him because he had started research on the medication. So when he died that year, sixth or seventh year of his life after paralyzed, then very shortly within the year, his wife, Dana, also got um, respiratory problems and she died. And she had lung cancer. She died of lung cancer. Now that is extreme grief. And mm-hmm. we always feel if people knew more about the effect of emotion upon our physical being, there we go. Yeah. We would have much less serious problems. You, you probably heard me in my commentary exactly. bring up the lungs. Yes. And so then moving on, that's a case which I'm saying Moving on then, with the um, with the water element, and I don't think we'll have time to, to discuss all the elements, but perhaps a pique the interest that people may want to find out more and make their mm-hmm. life, daily life much more um, exciting and interesting in making uh, small and minute observations so that they can take care better care of themselves. So into this water element, as I said, it can corrode metal, it can upset the earth, and it can put out fire, and it can starve wood so that the tree doesn't grow. And when we don't have water, and it starves life, not just the trees. So water then has uh, a deleterious effect when there is not enough water. And of course, in all the elements, if there's an imbalance, it is a problem. But with water, it seems to be most important. So now water, I said, is with the kidney and bladder. And the weather that affects water is, or that is part of water, is winter. And coldness, coldness, is the feeling, sensation. And the taste for this element and kidney and bladder is salt. And we all know that. When we crave for salt, it affects our kidney and bladder. Or it's because our kidney and bladder is insufficient and that we crave for salt. Now, excess is not good. But in moderation, our body needs all of the different tastes. And so with water then, the kidney, if you notice that in the winter time, that you have to go pee more. In other words, urinate, to use the proper medical term. (laughs) (laughs) People need to, like, go to the bathroom more, you know, to pass water. Mm -hmm. How many realize that? Which is very healthy. It is very healthy, but because of the cold, that it affects your kidney and your bladder. And we have often say, oh, it's cold. Well, it's 
hitting my bladder, hitting my kidney, is make, and observe every day that it's making me go to the bathroom more. But also, um, water is 75% in the, in the adult. And uh, Sharon, you've noted uh, individually, the eye is 99%. And so forth. With Jackie, we're gonna, Dr. Chow, we're going to have to take a break for a moment. And okay. we're going to go right back to what you just said there. And we're going to teach them what, what that is all about so they can be more proactive. We'll listen to our sponsor, Dr. Chow, and we'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Chow, just before the uh, break here we took for our sponsor, you were educating us about the elements. And only yeah. as you were moving along, educating myself, I kept thinking, recycle, recycle, recycle. Absolutely. And help me with something. And we're going to have some fun reaching out to the universe on this one, the solar system. Now, the atmosphere and the water vapor were around the planet Earth for billions of years before the next step happened. And then the sun came up. Around the planet, temperatures began to change, and we began, I would call it in modern times, a recycling of the atmosphere's water vapor to touch the planet Earth. You say that fire, did fire start first? Did, did fire start first, Dr. Chow? Yes. Okay, number, okay, so the fire came because of the heat, and the sun came up, and the t- temperatures began to change. Then the second, the, after fire, what was your second one? The Earth. second element? Earth. Earth. Then uh-huh. Earth began to evolve with life because of the water. And also with the element, fire burning wood creates Ashes, which becomes there. Earth. We go to 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 um, to um, bring alive. I want to say soil. Yes. The next one with with earth then began. And the soil holds water. Right. 
and attracts soil, the atmo- and attracts, it attracts mm-hmm. the atmosphere because it changes temperature. Yes. Mm-hmm. The next one was what? After Earth was metal. The metal came. And of course, metal. And the purpose uh, of metal uh, melt, was melt to melt into uh, into liquid. Now, was that our volcanoes? And with the volcanoes, and also with any fire, as well with heat and fire. Ash. And the volcanoes, and yes, because uh, volcanoes become molten. Okay, we're recycling. Lava. The word recycling is what I'm doing here. Yes, exactly. And we came along with what was the next one? Is water, water from the from the metal. There we came mm-hmm. with water. Living, living life in the water because uh-huh. it was the atmosphere with a living life in the water vapor that brought that all uh, brought that fire earth uh-huh. metal to bring life to the water the temperatures be vulnerable to temperature be uh, the elements and what was going to happen next then and came, so with water, you get life. And the right, trees, exactly. flowers, and life wood. began. Wood is the element. In the water. In the water, yes. And then came and so wood. without water, there would not be any, any life. Then came wood like a, uh, a rock uh, becomes uh, an agate, uh, becomes, uh, I apologize, the rock has a way of fermenting into a wood. I call it fermenting. That wasn't right. Uh, but the, then all of a sudden came the wood. Then came yes. the, uh, so all of a sudden you have fire, earth, metal, oh no, fire, earth, water, fire, metal, and wood. Metal, water, and wood. Water, so and wood. It goes in constructive. It goes in a constructive cycle. Mm-hmm. There we go. Fire, earth, metal, water, water and wood. And wood. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and what is it? What we call and I'm I'm embarrassed when you when a when a rock has turned into like an agate or there's a name, but well, so anyway, but here here we are. We're all living millions and millions of later later with life on Earth as humans that began to develop into humans. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this is why the word recycling and technology to understand that is so important to me because people need education, Dr. Chow. They're, they're living every day, even in research labs, laboratories and research at the United Nations and more. They're not coming to what you've been teaching is these five elements of the re- what Earth did. We've got to get back to what Earth did. Yes, and then once what, we understand what nature, what nature is, the nature of the Earth's recycling of what happened here, then exactly. way back in time, I was just talking to someone yesterday because they didn't like to drink water, <laughs> and they haven't felt well for quite a while. So anyway, uh, I was telling her, and she said, "Are you telling me that you believe God is in the water?" I didn't even say it to her. I didn't say that. I didn't lead to that. But all of a sudden, I looked at her and I said, you know, yes. Because so far back, so far back, 
somebody noticed that there was a power in the water that was beyond any human, beyond any life that was around, but the water was more powerful. And they turned and thought maybe that was that name they gave it, God, is there. And once we understand the faith in the water and in all of the religions that came since, all turn with the water. Well, the thing is, God is in everything. And so, therefore, it has to be in water. And the, uh, you know, the different religions, they uh, ultimately, it's the same spiritual power. We just have different names for it. Now, people will debate that. Other people will debate that. But uh, even in Buddhism, we use the word God. We refer to God. And in other other religions, they do refer to God as well. So it is a a matter of expression. In the Jewish religion, the heart um, is then in the Jewish religion, Doctor Child, they've just said. I had someone teaching me today about the the water faith and the kosher of the description of water faith. Um, All these religions, so far back in time, way far, way back began because they knew there was something powerful. They knew there was something beyond all they could imagine. And that if they began to strengthen their lives with the belief in the water and to put the water around their lives, that the opportunity to live a fuller life before they even thought about the health. They didn't think about health. They just felt like there was something very powerful because of the way it controlled so much. Well, and I tell nice my soul here, Dr. Chow, yeah. the very it's first a... technology in the world was moving water from place to place to place to place. Right. Yeah. Well, you see, um, the life force in water is very powerful. And if you look back to the pictures of the evolution of man, it started with the, uh, is it the tadpole from the water? And the evolution of that and to the ape and to the man. Um, do you know the picture I'm talking about, the evolution? Yes, I do. Yes. And so it started in water. And so the thing is, just because we got out of the pond of water doesn't mean that we don't need water. Right. And unfortunately, that's what well, our civilization, our technology... Excuse me for interrupting, but we're back to that atmosphere is influenced to keep life alive. So the atmosphere is the, the water vapor is the greatest influence of water, and it is water. Yes. On every, every living thing on earth. It was the influence on fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. It was the greatest influence. Yes. Was the water and the atmosphere. It's water. There's we're no swimming voice. in it. Then all those elements, the other elements right. of water, would not exist. Exactly. Uh-huh. That's what I'm after, Dr. Chow, uh, with this show and more. I want to produce a film, and we're looking at doing it in not too far future, to be able to work with the United Nations and around the world with education for everyone involved. I don't care how brilliant a person thinks they could be or 
they have been with their education. We need to get back to what you just said today. We need to understand the basic ecosystem of what happened here to save lives and fight those diseases and, and stress. And I think stress is the worst thing there is. People are exhausted with it. We well, need to bring back a balance. All disease begins with stress. Exactly. And eight and glasses we've of water a, sounds a so simple. The pleasure of meeting Dr. Hans Celia, who coined the word stress, I guess about 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is a scientist from Montreal. He's no longer with us. But I had the pleasure of him actually being on our board with the East West Academy of Healing Arts. Mm-hmm. And he um, gave many wonderful lectures about stress mm-hmm. and its effect. And so stress affects us how we absorb water, how we utilize water, and its function in our body and our mind exactly. and our spirit. So is the spirit also water-based? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So these are things that we don't think about ordinarily, and it goes by the wayside. And it is important to sit and think about these things. And this is why the laws of the five elements, the law of the five elements, is so complex but yet so simple. You know, for example, um, just moving through just very quickly on the formulae of uh, Emotions. Um, heart is emotion of love and hate as well, and jealousy. And anger, that's anger, that's fire. Raging and anger. Well, yeah. well, just a minute. Anger is another organ. Oh, okay. And okay. moving from fire to earth is the spleen and pancreas. And compassion is the element of understanding and compassion uh, is the emotion for spleen and pancreas and stomach. Then for metal, which is lung and large intestine, I mentioned and gave you an example of grief and sadness. Now, it doesn't have to be extreme, but you add little griefs together, it becomes big and emotionally affects your body mm-hmm. and physically things show up. Mm-hmm. And then moving on to water, which is kidney and bladder, fear is the emotion mm-hmm. of kidney. And again, when you get scared, and this expression, I get so scared I wet my pants. <laughs> You've heard mm-hmm. of that, right? Mm-hmm. And, right. And it affects, the, when you're fearful, it affects your kidney and your bladder. And then moving on to wood, the liver and gallbladder, that's where the anger is. And so anger then goes on and affects the heart. So all those affect one another. So anger with their shouting, with their liver. So sound is also a, um, a element. And your relationship to each animal is also on a relationship basis with each of the elements, as well as the plants, the flowers, and the trees, the wild animal, the domestic animal, and the planet. planet. It's planetary, and it's universal, Mm -hmm. so that each organ and the element is related to a particular planet and solar system. 
and then it has the ordinary everyday taste. So, for example, if you've got like you know tart taste or spicy taste, a tart taste is is that of the lung and large intestine. So one day you'd like to eat spicy things, okay? And that's the that's a uh, liver tart as, or sour things is the liver and gallbladder. Mm-hmm. And tart and spicy thing is lung and large intestine. So how you choose food. Okay. Yeah, but and, Dr. Chow, can I stop you there for a second? Now, sure. the fascination to research is why is it that as soon as a person, individual, puts in their mouth, and I've studied several nerve endings in the tongue, um, and uh, that, that individual, so many people have a different taste to what they've just tasted. In other words, you, you were talking about the relationship to tasting it. And that is what's yes. so fascinating with the dehydration of the dryness of the tongue or the unhealthy tongue or the mouth is everybody will, not everybody, many people like different flavors, different tastes. Right. Mm-hmm. So that relationship to the, the, the genes of it all so far back. Well, so if you have excess in one element or deficiency, then it's going to show up in your taste. Here As I go. was mentioning, if you're, if you're craving for salt things, that means your water element is imbalanced. Right. And, and that your kidney and bladder is in an imbalanced state. And you might show symptoms of kidney and bladder or frequency, let's say, or, or, um, or not be able to avoid. We're going to be so, out of time here pretty soon, so I've got to ask something on this one, and you've got the background to, to evaluate it, and so do I. Sugar. So far back in time, somebody, way back in time, created a sweet. Now, the mother's milk can be very sweet. Mm-hmm. So, so far back, when they were nursing mother's milk, mother's milk, then came the formula. People acquired the taste sweet. To t- um, more people would crave it than others. Then there were people who became addicted to the sweet the flavor and what it did to give them a rush, a high, the sugar, the carbohydrate. What is your evaluation on what is happening with sugar with just the same descriptions you're talking about? Well, let's go back to the, um, the elements again. Sweetness is the taste of the, um, of the earth or the spleen pancreas and the stomach. Okay. So as we all know, the spleen panc- the pancreas is the the organ of diabetes that is affected. Okay. And and so therefore excessive sweetness. Now I'm not sure that the brother, mother's milk is what makes them addicted, but it's the taking more excessive sugar outside of the breast milk. Now there's an imbalance and so then the person becomes addicted to sweet because the mother's milk is balanced. That is the most balanced milk and food. No, don't misunderstand me. I meant the for- and then they came out with a formula 
to yes. drink formula mixed up that wasn't uh-huh. mother's milk. And my, the, where I'm looking at is so far back, they didn't have the formula. So certain people would have more of a, a craving towards sweet than other people had. And I wouldn't be surprised uh, if we wouldn't bring somebody on with the understanding of the, the analysis of the formulation and chemical of each mother's milk may yes. have a difference. Right, yes. And people interpret it differently. And so that it's subjective, you know, to the person who's formulating it. Because a lot of formulas have too much sugar in it. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a human thought that think, oh, the sweetness, oh, it's nice. But again, the excessive will create imbalances in the body and the mind and the spirit. You know, Dr. Chow, real quickly, I've got another thought in there. Did you know that in the medical field, when the mother is going to nurse, they're not stressing her to give the baby any water for a certain amount of time? They're afraid that if she, the baby drinks water, it'll fill up, get too full and not drink enough milk. I don't agree with that. I think the baby has to learn the taste of water, too. Oh, absolutely. Yes. We only have a minute left for you to do what um, you want. Well, I think that it is important what you have said, that, and all my clients, I check how much water they're drinking. And they need the average of 8 to 10 glasses of water. And I advise them to drink four glasses right after they sleep in the morning, after they wake up, and drink four glasses because that's when our toxin is being expelled in our body and that it is good that needs water to dispel the toxins in our body. And then not to drink after 6 o'clock, after dinner, because that may interfere with their sleep and they might need to go to the bathroom more uh, in their sleep time. So mm-hmm. drink lots as soon as you get up, four glasses, and then and then space it to mm-hmm. until after dinner and that only take water to take in any vitamins or pills that you need to. And after dinner, don't guggle, you know, several glasses of water. Mm-hmm. And, and so... Um, but we need to we need to exercise to also to keep ourselves hydrated. And again, there's excessive exercise, and this is why I teach qigong exercise. I have a whole set of exercises that actually helps to create moisturization of your body. So everybody, um, I have another. Uh, recommendation too, which my my uh, my prescription, my signature prescription, ever since 1969. We're out is of time. At eight hugs a day and three uh-huh. pounds of a day. That brings so I back everybody. Yeah, time. that element of happiness and uh, less stress. Well, we're Enjoy. out of time. I enjoyed every minute. I know the audience does too worldwide. I thank you for joining us, and everybody can anybody can go to www.eastwestqi.com. Right, so thank you, Sharon. And well, thank, thank you. For all you. That you're do. very special. You've been committed to what you're doing, and I wish you well. 
Thank you. You have a nice day. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Doesn't the time go fast? Uh, I've had people say they cannot believe when they're listening how fast the time goes. It, it, it is enjoyable because the, the, the show today, every day, every time, is to get you to listen to like we're talking a chit-chat of research in the laboratory to learn. It's, it's embrace your life every special moment. God, Earth is saying, don't say goodbye. Leave something for all the generations behind for those children. I want to thank you for listening. You have a nice day and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. Oh,